You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it took me almost eight years just to become a nurse here in this country. And the time will go by and you'll be like the six years passed and I didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. Yes. If you want to do something, start it. Don't look at the time. Take it one class at a time, one day at a time, one week at a time, one year at a time. And that's what I did. I did like blocks. Okay, this semester, this is what I'm taking. I focus on this. I never focus on what's going to come the next year. Today, okay, this is what I'm doing today. And I didn't procrastinate. I don't know. I think I have that from the day I was born. That I like to do things right. And if it's hard, I know that I'm going to have to put the extra effort into it. I knew, I always knew it was going to be harder for me because of the language barrier. And then therefore, I will study three days instead of two hours. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 228. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. I am freshly back from Nashville. Yep, you drove in, took a nap, and hopped right on the microphone. <laughs> That's what I do. I know. Take naps. It was a very different trip for me because I, I took food with me this time like a weirdo. And <laughs> worked out in the hotel room. Well, I... I had to work out in the hotel room because I so I'm this is also I didn't I forgot to pack shorts. So I don't think anyone wanted me in the gym. No, I don't think that they did either. Out of my underwear. But even if you take that out of the equation, you worked out on a trip that's never happened before in the entire time I've met you. I no feel like you. Disney counts because we sometimes we have like 10, 12 mile days of walking. It's it is so movement, that, but it is not it is not like Legit intentional, yeah. intentional exercise. No, I know. So, so yeah, that so, happened. Uh, hooray! I'm proud of you. I had to get all my little things ready and request a microwave. It was a whole deal, and, and you did it. And then I got there, and they put me in the and I, <laughs> they put me in the wrong room. Like I go back down to the desk, and they're like, "Is something wrong with your room?" And I was like, "Well," 
unless it comes with a free gift, there's already luggage in it. <laughs> so I'm like, thank God that person wasn't in the room. When that would I have been it. so awkward. Yes. Especially so. if they were um, <clears throat> busy. Yes. Totally. <laughs> but uh, but so I got a free upgrade. So that's nice. Yeah. Got a fancier room because they felt bad. So they should. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, uh, what pray tell do you have in store for people this week? Well, um, we have a visit from John Mills, of course, and we have tons to talk about. We'll do a brief rundown of Dancing with the Stars, and we have a visit from Dr. Jen. She is going to be doing her her answer to tracking versus intuitive eating, which will be a direct response to Angelo's answer (laughs) last week. Yes. Uh, And then we have tons of in the news from Peloton, and then Angelo also drops by and this week we are going to be talking about why I don't do a lot of strength training when I'm doing MetPro. So we're going to talk about that as well. Uh, plus tons of updates on the instructors. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and uh, leave us a review if you would be so kind and follow us so uh, you never miss an episode. And we have a new review. Ooh. This is from Donna Cosola. I hope I'm saying that right. Yes. Uh, And she says, this podcast is addictive. I found the clip out in late 2020. Uh, My only complaint is that there's only one episode (laughs) per week. Uh, That's what the supersets for, right? (laughs) Go listen to us talk about tonal. Uh, I've just about made my way through the library. Holy smokes. Like people used to say that a lot when we had like 40 episodes, but like these days to go through them all. Donna, thank you. Yeah, Crystal and Tom are so entertaining and regular segments and interviews are terrific. I remember way back in high school, teachers would raise money for charities by sitting in the dunking machine. Do you think we could get Tom on a Peloton to raise money? No. <laughs> no. Uh, and if we tried, if he'd eat a raw carrot during the ride, I'd double my donation. You got a better chance to get me on that bike than get me to eat a raw carrot. I'll tell you that. I think we just need a, a <laughs> horde of people chasing you with raw carrots and we've got a plan. Uh, I'll just then, chase you toward the bike. Yes. Uh, thanks for all you do to feed my Peloton addiction. Donna Casola, leaderboard name. I pedal for food, but not carrots. <laughs> thank you so much, Donna. That yes. was a really nice review. Yes. Thank you. And uh, you can also find us on Facebook. You can keep up to date on things throughout the week. Facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page and join the group. And uh, don't forget, if you want the links and all the stuff we talk about sent to you in one easy to digest format, you can sign up for the newsletter at theclipout.com. And finally, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash theclipout, where you can watch these episodes in their entirety. So uh, that's it for that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Run, lift and live with John Mills. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is John Mills. Hey, John, how's it going? What is going on? What's happening? So I think before we start officially talking about topics, we should let everyone know that you are now on the the tickety talk. The tickety talk. You've made the jump. Is that what they call it? I don't know. That's what we call it because we're old. (laughs) I'm with it. You know, I don't know about these things. I'm kind of new to this. You know, I don't know. I felt like the best part of this video was that you didn't need to do anything special for Erica to give you that look. The real struggle that was is, not acting. Yeah, the real struggle is when you need her to not give you the look. 
Right. That would have been more difficult. This was such a funny video. All of your videos always are. I I think this was a a wonderful premiere to TikTok. So we're really really glad that you're over there. And so where can people find you on TikTok? Same place on all platforms. Run, lift, and live. And is all spelled out A-N-D. So run, lift, and live. Same everywhere. Facebook. Instagram, TikTok, it's all the same. Run, now, lift, and lift. Now, listen, you guys, I need you to go out there and follow John on the TikTok because, uh, <laughs> you know, on the TikTok. Yep, I'm aging myself even <laughs> yes. more. And the reason is, is because to get followers, you got to have followers. It's a vicious cycle. It so is. we all have to support oh, John so he can he can grow the platform because it is it is uh, unforgiving over on TikTok. <laughs> so we need to give him some love over there. So... I know I didn't want to be on it either, but I'm I'm over there following John. You guys can too. <laughs> Watch the video. Like I'm trying to see if the pattern of my parodies and these comedy videos like work on TikTok. I've had to like shorten them <laughs> a little bit, and you know, I, I mine are kind of extravagant. They're costumes and wigs. Yeah, so you have and to so you have to take to another like, another route to make them a little smaller. Yeah, yeah, I got. I'm trying to like, and it's working so far. I did you know that this is a Marcel Dinkins parody and <laughs> which was and, you hilarious know, I, it was like a color purple scene you know when Shug Avery's go you know comes out and I was, I was married now I turned that into you know uh, uh, what was it you just took I, a Marcel Dinkins class <laughs> <laughs> right I turned that into like you know excitement because I just finished a Marcel Dinkins class so yeah it, it worked Marcel loved it she was out there all excited about it and uh so I don't know. I'm still working on shortening these things. My things tend to be big, extravagant. Is there a time limit? I don't have TikTok. I just don't think there isn't a time limit. They don't watch, though. They don't watch. Yeah, but I don't know if they'll watch. They're they're, they're swiping. You know, they're kids. You got to got to pull them right in. You know, gotcha. It's uh, the younger gen. And uh, I loved that you um, wore your 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 daughter's necklace in the the video. That really cracked me. She didn't know. She wasn't home. I needed a necklace. (laughs) To go with the dress that I stole from Erica's closet. And and she called me out on on Facebook about wearing her necklace. It was amazing. (laughs) She told me the next day, she was like, I saw my necklace on the kitchen table and I didn't know how it got there. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) You're like, that's what that's called rent. That's how that works. That's there the cost is. of living in this home. But we have more big news from, yes. from John Mills. You have an amazing speaking engagement this Friday at Wesleyan yeah. University. How exciting. That. that is! You have done yeah. so much with this, man. I am so proud of you. It's so freaking wow. cool. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. They're great people over there. Um, Jesse Nasta, uh, Dr. Jesse Nasta, who runs also the Middlesex County Historical Society, is also a professor at Wesleyan University. And so a lot of the work I'd been doing around equity and kind of telling stories revolved around people that were around that general area. And since he's, you know, you know, that that's his field. That's what he does. You know, he uh, invited me in to kind of speak to the class on a book that they're reading regarding a subject that I've talked about in post. So. I'm going to kind of help them, give them uh, some insight into how I started my journey, how I came to this particular person, what I know about the story, and then we'll have some dialogue. So it'll be good. So be cool. Fun. That's awesome. So cool. You, you need cool. to start issuing demands and be like, I want an honorary degree. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> my well, you know, key. I was willing to do this thing for free. And then Wesleyan was like, you know, we're going to pay you, right? And I was like, uh, well, yeah, I always knew that. Yeah. Legit? Legit? Know, right? Are they going to pay you? Yeah, They're going to pay you? That. Yeah. Like, oh, legit? Yeah, That's pay. so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. I guess as much as they make those kids pay. I mean, they should be doling the cash back out, right? <laughs> that place ain't cheap. It's not like you drop no. by a local community college. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey, I went to a community college. There's nothing wrong with community there college. There isn't. I'm just saying right. that the kids at Wesleyan got money. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah I, just, I, I just acted like I'd been there and like right. I knew, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course you're going to pay me. Yeah. Of course. Thank you for not making this awkward. Yeah. But that's always the delicate part of the conversation. I just so figured, I appreciate that. I, I, I brought my, my W9. Is yeah. that not right, what right. we well, of, course. Yeah. of course you are. Right. Yeah. I'll send you the invoice later. It'll be fine. Congrats, though. Yes, Seriously, that yeah. is so cool that and exciting. Really cool. I'm, I'm just so it. proud of all the things that yeah. you've done. All the, all the attention that you have gathered for it's Prince Mortimer. Am I saying that right? That's and right. and That's uh, right. I just think it's so cool. And and if if people have not signed your petition, they need to go sign your petition. Absolutely, right. So. Absolutely, there's more coming from that. And I'm working with the city of Wethersfield about a, a memorial in that city with regards to him. And and so there's a. There's more coming. You know, all this stuff just takes time. I, sure. I totally I'm, get I'm it. Hopeful, I'm hopeful that happens and there's a ceremony. I've been talking to the author of the book about, about his life as well. And he's all anxious about this occurring so he can be at the revealing ceremony. And so there's more coming in, you know, over time. And it's like TikTok followers. It builds on itself. That's right. <laughs> I mean, for real. It's like it, you, it you, does. But like, you know, each thing, like then the next thing is like, oh, that if they talked about it, I should talk about it. And then it just there it is. hopefully but escalates. You're, yeah. you're humble and like you're not accepting of how much you've done with this. So I think it's really cool. So I'm going to well, give you I credit even it. if you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. It's good stuff. I'm excited. <laughs> Well, I guess segueing into uh, Peloton stuff. Yeah. Uh, week two, three. Week three. Wait, is it? Yeah, this what? is week three. <laughs> I don't even, I've already lost Think count. Of Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> it is week three. You're right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And normally I skip the commercials on YouTube, but it's for Disney, so, so I'll we'll, allow it. We'll, we'll oh, let yeah. it go. Yeah. Gotta watch yeah. It. yeah. So they danced at home. Yeah. So right. they were they were separate. At right. home by themselves, but uh, but also like dancing together virtually. Right. On, and so, you know, uh, I think that they did amazing giving the restraints yes. that they had. You know, I think it's important that people know that they literally emptied out their own living rooms. They they put up right. the their own lighting, their own system. I mean, I'm sure Dancing with the Stars sent everything, but they did all of the work required for right. it. And uh, I think that's fantastic. However, judge is not so impressed they got the lowest score of the evening um so uh john did you watch this yeah i watched i watched what uh, well you know i'm i'm learning that i'm not a good judge of dancing because every week i think they blew it up and then they'll get sixes (laughs) and others will have certain critiques that i didn't even see but i thought the same thing here i thought with given what the situation they had I was very, I was extremely impressed. Again, like I am every week. Well, um, do you think she always has that pole in her living room? <laughs> yeah, I probably knew. I, I think I think that was for the the dance uh, because let's go with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't <laughs> think Cody normally has that bench there either. So we're gonna we're gonna give Cheryl the benefit of the doubt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, what they should have done is that was my first time watching that. So I because they yeah. don't have ABC in Nashville, right? And uh, 
And so <laughs> we're going to skip over that. <laughs> and also, like, I'm not going to watch this stuff if you're not sitting next to me. Yeah. But um, I know everybody was like, are you watching? I'm like, yeah, Tom's out of town. So I'm actually watching the whole thing. <laughs> um, so uh, so I think what they should have done is they should have played with the video aspect of it more. Like he mm-hmm. should have, like, handed something to her off frame and make it look like she picked it up. And like, well, they, you I, know, because if they're if it's if they have to deal with that as a hindrance, then they should turn it into a positive they they tried to with things like the, the, the hat and yeah. stuff like that in the Just fan didn't play like but part yeah, of it right. was that at the end it started to get a little off you know it was the timing yeah. wasn't a hundred percent and and they actually got dinged for that like one of the judges really? called them on that and and i have to say that's where a lot of people at home our peloton community is like the best peloton community in the world they are also the most rabid and and people went nuts whenever the judging i mean nuts like they are adding the there when i say adding i mean at on instagram all of the judges it, wow. it yeah there was an article written about it because people were flipping out yeah um yeah <laughs> I had people I had people sending me messages and they were like all caps upset up so upset over this and um and like to a certain degree I get it but I kind of I guess I'm not invested in the show in the same way I kind of feel like this is all like just for drama and Dancing with the Stars is eating this up if they didn't want Cody to do well they would have already sent him home this is all just for buzz so to me yeah they they had to score low because guys he's gonna come back next week and he's going to flipping kill it and when he does they're gonna point to that and be like yeah we had to you know oh he did so much better whenever he was in person well duh I mean who wouldn't right. do better When you were in person So Isn't that Yeah I think Isn't that's that a great it is? Narrative to sell right yeah. Yeah, I think it got, is You it's had like, this issue And you had to be at home And you had to go through All these obstacles And you came back And you just delivered Like I think that whole storyline is, is a good one I Yeah think and it these is shows too. Live for those sorts of storylines And the other thing mm-hmm. to remember too Is you can win a reality show Even without winning a reality show Right Um Case in point, Jennifer Hudson, right? I mean, right? Oh, yeah. Like she came in what fourth, fifth? Like I mean, Don't people were know. stunned when she when she got booted, and so, but you know, she has an Oscar, so who's laughing now? And <laughs> exactly, exactly. So right. you know, so like the fact that he's on there and he's he's really what people seem to be talking about every week, every week, yeah. and it's not just us Peloton people. Right. There are articles written about it, and they're writing about how. F- how 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 Peloton we are. Yeah. <laughs> we're a little crazy. The crazy is showing, you guys. That's slightly. A yeah. little bit. Yeah, we're we're a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So uh and and then uh what next week? Yeah, next week. So I saw this over on uh the Boo Crew. I'll wait while Tom pulls it up. Um and so I want to give them credit for that because that's where I found this. And uh so next week is going to be Disney theme. It's going to be two nights next week. Monday night, I believe is the Heroes and Tuesday night is the Villains. And so okay. we already know what's going to be Cody Rigsby is going to be doing. So we've got Cody Rigsby and Cheryl Burke will be dancing the jive to stand out from a goofy movie okay. uh, on Monday and then then they yeah, on yeah. Tuesday they will be dancing the Viennese waltz to Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Ah, he's especially good at expectorating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
And I also want to say about this week that people were also very upset about the Britney music because it was not the original Britney music. Like it was it was like they didn't have they didn't have the licensing rights to play Britney music. They they it like, oh, man, (laughs) for our older listeners, they went k Yeah, they (laughs) did. They so they did. did a Britney, but they didn't have the rights to her performances of the songs. Yeah. Well, that's insane. And kind of yeah, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and people were not that's happy not about good. that either. Yeah. Let me well, tell you. Well, they should have just called her dad and... It- oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that anymore. No. 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 Okay. So it's that's a, probably what happened. We know, now, we know now what they're going to be dancing to. Yep. We don't know now, though, whether or not they're going to actually be in studio. We do. I thought. We do. I thought. I I would think their 10 days should be up by then. I am almost positive I saw in one of the billions of articles I read that uh, that Cody is cleared for next week. Like he is he's going to be there. And so is Cheryl. It will be in person and it will be amazing. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I expect it to be amazing. But then again, I think it's amazing every week. So I mean, you're not wrong. Until they tell you otherwise. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, no matter what happens, we need to be good representatives of our community (laughs) and not bash the judges. Like, let's. Oh, I don't think it matters. I think it's. Apparently it doesn't because even Robin was. Robin Arzan was adding the judges. That's part of the thing, right? Apparently. I I mean, I know American Idol was like that. Like, it's. Just, it's, it's just yeah. not my thing. Yeah. It's not how I want to be or live my life. So no, I don't get it. But, but I mean, okay. it's, you know, it's just part of the shtick. Well, so. people seem legit upset, Tom. I don't think they're shticking. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all. I mean, it's all energy. It probably all helped his, you know, his 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 name and fame. Yes, it probably Absolutely. all worked in the end. I have totally. no doubt. And that goes back to you can win without winning. Yes, and that's right. I think what he's got going on right now. So absolutely, yeah. So. Uh, uh, moving along from Dancing with the Stars, uh, you uh, had an interesting post in your group this week. We want to talk about uh, in regards to body and beach body or the body classes oh, yeah. or whatever they're called. Yeah, it. Brandy Hayes posted this, uh, and I hope you guys are okay with us using it. But I just felt like we hadn't really gotten a really deep dive on feedback from this, and and so uh, I thought this was great. Uh, so Brandy says that. Peloton has nothing to worry about in regards to cycling. The class was meh, not Peloton level, more like your local gym level. She said the way the music was done was weird. And this was fascinating to me. So if you take the class live or the first time on demand, you hear the playlist the instructors used. But if you happen to take that same class more than once, the music is coming through feed.fm and it's random. How weird is that? I keep wondering, like, if. You know, sometimes instructors, I don't know if they're doing this with Beachbody, but they're like singing along to the song or running to the cadence of the song. And how weird would that be? How does that work if you just took it out and put some random... Or talk about how much you love this song or the playlist you put together. Like, it's not going to make sense. (laughs) That seems really odd. But I guess from a licensing perspective, it's... Probably cheaper. Yeah, I'm sure it's so, cheaper, right. but that's yeah. all. But it didn't sound like their monthly fees were cheaper. No, and and mm, this was yeah, interesting to me too. True. Every time she's taken a class live, she's been featured on the big screen. Now, the fascinating right. part about this is she's on her Peloton when she's doing this, so they're featuring right. her on their giant board riding a Peloton. She says in Which her way? review here that it's like all different kinds of bikes, except the the not many with the mixed bike because there's not that many people. 
that have them yet, you know, uh, that are taking the classes. Or so, ever. Well, uh, <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Yo, Mick, Mick didn't sell that many bikes. I can't remember what it was, but it was in the like 20, 30,000 units they had ever sold. And with Beachbody, they just dropped that Minx 2 bike and selling that, what, what like a few weeks ago? Yeah, it hasn't so been long. It, it makes sense that if they're going to be doing cycling classes, everybody's going to be some, on something other than one of those bikes. It's just such and a I weird had originally thought. I had originally thought that when they place people on that bodyboard, that thing <laughs> behind the instructor, I would originally thought that was going to be coming from the camera on the bike. Oh. But of course, they since they don't have these bikes, the angle is always like they set up their phone in some corner, oh. right? So that was new to me. To okay, see I didn't really think this, about yeah. that. Yeah. Right, right. That, so it's all interesting. But, you know, these players all have their own niche. So like iFit's niche is they, you know, the, the instructor can control your incline, decline and resistance, right? That's yeah. that's their thing. You go to Nautilus, their thing is, oh, they got that Velocore Bowflex oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. side to side, right? That's their mm-hmm. Their thing. Um, it's like, I think this is Beachbody's thing. The bike doesn't have anything specific, but this content that kind of takes you back to old school Peloton in the studio. You see the people riding back there and you might be excited to see somebody, you know, and they might be excited to be on you know, bike six in this context. Right. That's yeah. kind of the thing they're trying to get. I think Peloton's is just the quality of their production and content. Yes. Right. So it's like, what do you put, you know, what do you put most weight on? What what I really think is interesting also, though, is all those other bikes all cost around two grand. Peloton's now down around $14.95. Beachbody, you know, comes in around $13.99. But, uh, but the disparity is you have to pay for that white glove service. So, but with Peloton, that's in the $14.95. So basically... Peloton really has the lowest cost bike that's in comparison to all these players. Right. Plus, you get this quality of content. I don't know if all those niche things are enough for yeah. me to want. I mean, they're not things, for me, right? but yeah. I guess yeah, there's so I don't know. I guess there's probably people out there that just hate the idea of Peloton. So Yeah, I they, think there's contrarians out right, there right, that right, are right. just like, oh, that's just a fad. Mm-hmm. I'll buy this right. fad knockoff. That'll prove I don't fall for fads. Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. And right. I think right. I know I know, Crystal, you're mystified that they show the Peloton in the video, but I, I think their thought process is like, see, even Peloton people like our classes. Oh that's, that's, Well, it's interesting because actually the far. biggest thing that I thought was fascinating about that was like does peloton corporate know this yet because i could see them being like oh no no you cannot show our our bike on your screen i think when they find out about that they're going to be contacting body and shutting that down yeah i don't know how the legality on that works i think that we have gotten a letter before tom saying that's our property so yeah but that was (laughs) in in a straight up advertisement where this is more documenting Something people are doing Like it's a little different it's So I don't know It's during a class though Yeah I, I, yeah, I can I see don't know. Go either way I don't know either But it would not It would not shock me Yes Like at least, I'll put it that way At least give it a shot mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. yeah, one, Fully walks into the legal had... department And is like Write a letter See what that does <laughs> <laughs> Another thought I had was Has Beachbody Kind of taken a concept That Peloton had With the in-studio stuff And the folks behind The instructor And folks riding and being excited to see their friends. Have they taken that concept and it's a concept that has kind of evolved away? Like, you know how the new 
folks come in now and they're like, that would annoy me if someone would right. be 90. I do. Yeah. And you know, like, we, we, to that point, John, we talked a little bit about ago, a couple of weeks ago, and I haven't brought this up on the show because honestly, I'm afraid of what people are going to say whenever I say this, but <laughs> Okay, so the English, the UK studio has a background. It doesn't have a mirror. Now, some people say that that's it's a screen that can be pulled down. It's not that the mirror is not there. I don't know one way or another. But what I do know is they're not showing the bikes at the same angle. It's just like a little bitty sliver. And it kind of makes me think that's where the US studio is headed. Because to your point, John, so many people are saying, I don't want to see the people anymore. And I think it's all going to change. And I don't know how I feel about it. I have some feelings I haven't worked out yet. (laughs) I got these legacy kind of thoughts. But then all the new people are going, I don't want that anymore. And it makes me wonder the same as you. Whether or not, you know, does it play that that is better? Does Peloton determine that is better? And is Beachbody taking an angle that is past? Like, I don't know, but it might be I don't know. Oh, whatever mm. happens, it's going to cause drama. I know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm yes. here for the drama, though. That's, that's, that's fun. Then you pick the right bike to back. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then uh, finally, uh, you like to check in uh, every, what, quarter or so and gauge where the various fitness companies are from a social media perspective. Right. Because, yeah, you know, I can't tell really where they're are at because all these companies aren't public. Some of them are private. They don't report their numbers. You don't really know what's going on with them. So this is all unscientific, but I just kind of see what's going on socially with all these players. And then you can figure out how popular they are or come up with some conclusion, right? The fascinating thing that I really learned about this is what in the world is going on with soul cycle? I know your little your little emoji kills me. (laughs) It's like right next to it. So so for people not watching the video, the reason John's saying that is because they lost people. They lost one point six thousand people or point four percent down uh, in the last 10 weeks. So that's fascinating. Versus, I mean, it's not just the Soul Cycle account on Instagram. It's the Equinox Plus account. It lost too. I just put it at zero, but it actually (laughs) lost like some five hundred people. So, like, both of their accounts are losing people. Who's what? Like, what is happening over there? Yeah, I don't know. And and last, you know, last quarter it was a similar thing. They they had actually gained in one and were like flattened in the other, but their gain was so small. You thought, what's going on? This is just a continuation of that. It's like, it's just bizarre. It's bizarre. It's really bizarre. And some other highlights here. uh, Peloton, of course, making number one with 60,000. But percentage wise, they were not the top contender, but number wise, they were. So that was 3% for them. Uh, I just have to hit Tonal because, you know, big Tonal fan right here. (laughs) They did great. 16,000 up 8%. And then let's see. Apple Fitness was interesting. Up 16,000, 17%. So that's fascinating because Total that's the one like, where they made the separate account, right? Right, right, yeah, right. And I think um, Tonal, I think, has just been very consistent, being at the higher end of percentage growth. Like that, it doesn't change. Like every time I check, they're at the higher end of that percentage growth. They're on the come up. Go get them, Tonal. Apple Fitness, <laughs> Apple Fitness has not been. This is the first quarter that I looked at it, and they have, are starting to pick up steam so i don't know what that's all about but they're picking up some steam oh. and then body of course beach body not the beach body account right they have, a, they have a separate body account now 
And, you know, they grew, you know, like some 24,000 subscribers. But I think we're just in the midst of that. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what happens once it settles, you know, because that's like they just cloned that account or not. I shouldn't say cloned, but they just they just recently like made that split off in the last quarter. I think the last time you did it. So it will be interesting to see. I mean, it looks impressive right now because it's 176 percent growth. But. I, I don't know that so tiny. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of low hanging fruit. You don't have to do much to, right. to, to make right. the percentage grow at that level. Yeah. Right. yeah, exactly. And then the other consistent thing is, you know, echelons just hanging out at the bottom. Like, I don't know what that I don't know what's up with that either. I'm not trying to, to dog them. I'm just saying they don't grow socially. Like what's happening? Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I they, haven't really heard a lot about them lately, actually. Peloton's growth is greater than Echelon's total following. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? What is up? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think I people that get up. Echelon they just want to be left alone. Like they just they don't care about that <laughs> aspect the, of it. They're the real anti Peloton group. Yeah. <laughs> Mix wanted to be that, but Echelon ended up there. Absolutely. <laughs> That's hilarious that Mix was like, We're the anti Peloton. Don't talk to us, don't talk to us. <laughs> oh, let's go with Beachbody and put a big screen behind you. Yeah. Like I mean it's just kinda weird. But it uh, is. <laughs> Good times. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us, John. Uh, until next time, where can everyone find you? They can find me on Facebook, Run, Lift, and Live. They can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live. They can now find me on TikTok, Run, Lift, and Live. There you go. And they can find me at runliftandlive.com. That's right, John. Don't you forget the tickety talk. <laughs> that tickety talk. That's right. Clip out. So, you know, if you want to take your workout to the next level, you should look at strength training. You should. Strength training is proven to be one of the best ways to help you train. It helps you get stronger and faster. And having a tonal can do that. And it's like having an entire gym and personal trainer in your home. It's the smart home gym that knows your limits and then pushes them higher. The patented digital weight system, it senses your strength and adjusts the weight automatically in real time so you can get the most out of every workout. And you know what I really love about Tonal is their variety of classes. I did, I was having a very bad day this week. Don't Mm -hmm. worry, I won't get into it. But I (laughs) did a release negativity meditation and it was so amazing having the breadth of ability to do that meditation and then jump up and do one of the programs that I've been working on. And it's really cool to be able to have that experience. Absolutely. And no matter your experience level, Tonal has thousands of personalized workouts from strength training to hit yoga, boot camp, bar, and so much more. You can finance Tonal for as low as $63 a month, 0% APR for four years. And they offer a three-year limited warranty. Try Tonal, the smartest home gym for 30 days in your home. Tonal is so confident you'll love it. They offer a full money-back guarantee. Visit www.tonal.com for a limited time and get $100 off when you use promo code THECLIPOUT at checkout. That's www.tonal.com, promo code THECLIPOUT. Tonal, be your strongest. Getting the Psychological Edge with Dr. Jen.
joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube. She's back. We missed a week, but she returned like we said she would. Uh, it's Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen, both of which were wonderful, by the way. Yes. Or her long-running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show. She's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. Ladies and gentlemen, and all points in between, it's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi. Hello. Great to see you guys. Good to see you, too. Uh, we've got a fun one. We're going to put you on the hot seat this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, one of our one of our listeners uh, brought up the fact that like you come from um, when it comes to dieting, you know, you don't you're not a fan of dieting. You're a fan of intuitive eating. And all, and yeah. we also have a guest on every week that talks about nutrition and they're from from MetPro and they're coming at it from a, a tracking and hacking your metabolism viewpoint. So their point was or their question was, which do you do? Which is better intuitive eating or tracking, or do you approach them at different times? And so uh, we had MetPro answer, and now we want to hear your answer. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I would love to answer it. And as you guys know, I wrote my doctoral dissertation all about intuitive eating, weight loss, and body image. And my app, No More Diets, is all about how to use intuitive eating to have a healthier relationship with food and lose weight. So look, my bias is an intuitive eating bias because I, I have worked with all too many people who have gone on diets, have lost weight and then gained it back and then more. And actually the, the studies tend to show that people, the recidivism rate when it comes to diets where people lose weight and gain it back is extremely high. So the reason why I love intuitive eating so much is because it's not based on something external. It's not based on following a plan. It's not based on doing what someone says. It's not based on an app. It's based on what comes from inside of you. And once you develop that, you're golden because nobody can take that away. You can travel and still be in sync with yourself. You can go to someone's house and not have to worry. Like I know that before I was an intuitive eater, I would feel out of control if I went to a party where there were foods that I didn't normally let myself have. And the studies have shown that the more you restrict yourself, the more you tend to be out of control with those kind of foods that you don't let yourself have when you are faced with them. So that's part of my bias with intuitive eating. Regarding tracking, to me, that's even a, 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 almost a separate issue because a lot of the time in intuitive eating, when you first start out, what most dietitians or oftentimes therapists and even in my app will suggest is write down what you're eating. Now, granted, my app does not track calories, fat grams, sodium, anything like that, because most of the people that want my app and most people who are looking to become intuitive eaters have come off of the diet bandwagon and have said like, this isn't working for me anymore. Or I'm really struggling with my relationship with food. I'm binging. Or, you know, some people even with eating disorders have used my app. I always recommend if you have an eating disorder to use it with a therapist or dietitian that you shouldn't be doing anything on your own until you have a level of stabilization. But the reason why I like having people write down what they eat is not because of the calorie stuff, but to be mindful. And that one of the important factors in intuitive eating is tuning into yourself, 
looking at how foods affect you, because it's kind of like we were talking about me and Tom before we started recording is that a lot of the time people will say like, oh, well, my intuition sucks. (laughs) Which is what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But the thing is, your intu- we are not born with sucky intuition. It is a very, very unusual. I would say it's maybe 2% of people who have something going awry in their brain where their body does not follow the proper cues to give, give itself enough gasoline to make the car drive. So when we are born, we are pretty much all born natural intuitive eaters. If you look at kids, they go out and play until they're hungry. They come in and they say, you know, mommy, daddy, whoever, feed me. They leave food on their plate. They even leave cookies on their plate and they go back out and play. That is the ultimate intuitive eating. So intuitive eating is really getting you back to that original state of listening to your body and also lessening some of the emotional meaning of food. Mm. And food is complicated. Or, I mean, look, I can talk about this for hours, but <laughs> you know, our, our relationship with food is incredibly complicated because food is comfort. It's starting at, at in infancy when we are either bottle or breastfed and held while we're eating. We are comforted by the touch, by being held by the comfort of food. And so we all have foods that we associate with certain things. We all have food. We think of food as quote unquote treats at time. But I think that it's really important to look at not just what does your mouth want? Because intuitive eating is not just about what does your mouth want, but it's also about what does your body respond to? So the reason why in my app, I have people write down what they are eating. And then there's a note section is so you can say, oh, you know what, I ate that, those French fries and guacamole and chips, and it was delicious. I really enjoyed it. But an hour later, I had a stomach ache, or I was really constipated, or I felt really bloated, and I didn't feel as I didn't have enough energy to get through my Peloton workout. So it's a combination of factors. It's what do what does our mouth want? It is what does our body want? It's what does our body respond to and how do we feel after we eat? You know, it's funny when you say that because so uh, we're recording this about a week after my birthday. And Mm -hmm. so for my birthday, I I went off the Metro plan for a day Mm -hmm. and uh, and had pizza and got cookies from a place called Crumble, which which is like word. I don't even know if it should be illegal. (laughs) (laughs) They make vegan cookies. Please send a box. (laughs) I don't know if they do or not, but I don't either. I should I should Google it. And we were commenting the next day, like how we were both like, because it was, we were both like one day and then we're going back to it. So we probably had more of those cookies. Those cookies are huge. And, uh, (laughs) The, the next day we were just like crystal was like i have a food hangover i did i did i felt like i had drank the night before it was terrible it's really common and you know like my partner eric you know he's also vegan he is a much quote-unquote cleaner eater than me like i eat a lot of fruits and vegetables most people consider me a pretty healthy eater but he is like basically six days a week like no processed foods like you know, only whole grains, rice, beet, like he's just like, he's hardcore. And by the way, looks amazing. Um, <laughs> I'm a very lucky woman. <laughs> but on the weekend, he will, on Saturday is kind of his, his cheat day. And inevitably he feels terrible. 
like afterwards, he feels like his stomach doesn't feel so good. He feels tired. He's always like, oh, I wish I didn't do that. I shouldn't have done so much. But, you know, it's our relationship with food is complicated. And we do like sweets and we like delicious things and we like comfort foods. And to me, it's always about finding that balance. And in my app, one of the things I talk about is kind of the stages of developing a healthy relationship with food. And it's a long process. And, you know, I did not weigh myself for literally 20 years, something like that, maybe even more after recovery from my eating disorder. And now if I weigh myself, it doesn't matter because it means nothing to me. Like Mm -hmm. it's neutral. Like I might weigh myself to be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm taking some medication. I need to be able to tell my doctor how much I weigh so they know the proper dose or like, oh, I'm just curious. I'm looking awfully good. I wonder what I weigh. And it, (laughs) It doesn't mean anything. It's to just me. a piece of information. It's not exactly. it's not loaded with emotion. I will say with yeah. where I'm at right now, I'm only five pounds lighter than when we got when Crystal and I got married. But I look like I'm 15 or 20 pounds. Lighter. I, you do. You do. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, it's all that developing of, of muscle. Mm-hmm. And I bet you feel better. You probably feel healthier now than you did when you two first married because you are you're stronger. You are leaner. You have better cardio. You're more active. I don't tend to notice that stuff. I really don't. And so I think that's part of my disconnect. Right. Like, mm-hmm. And so but she'll have to point it out to me. We talked on a couple episodes back about we were at a comedy club and we forgot our mask and we had to like book it back to the car and then turn around and book it right back because the show was starting in five minutes. And like in like on our way back in, we're still talking the whole time. And Crystal's like, you know, you're not even breathing heavy. And, wow. you know, that's- a year ago, I like I we would not have you been could- talking. Yeah, you could. You, I don't think you could have done it. Yeah, much Not quickly. Much <laughs> been able, been able to to talk. But you know, I I think that you know it's really important to tune into ourselves. And it sounds like for you, Tom, there's still a bit of a disconnect between you and your body, which also makes sense. I mean, we've also talked about kind of your family history with exercise and about kind of the sort of like finger wagging that you got from your family in this area. And it makes it very easy to disconnect, but it's really important whether you're doing a diet, whether you're doing intuitive eating, no matter what you're doing, Metpro, anything else to really try to tune into your body and to notice how your body responds to different foods, to notice how your body responds to exercise, and also to notice the improvements in your body Cause that's such a positive and it's actually motivating. Like I know that, and look, I mean, I was a smoker in high school for like a year, maybe college, but I'm not a smoker. I have, you know, been very healthy for most of my life, you know, except for that brief smoking stint in high school (laughs) or college. But I feel like I have a different set of lungs. Like I, since I got my Peloton, I can breathe totally differently. I remember you telling me about that. I'm very fascinated. Yeah, by that, that is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for for tackling that question because we do. And I don't think it was just one listener. I, think I don't we've, think we've it had, was either. I just know Alex brought it up. Yeah, Alex, we've had multiple Alexis. people that are like, well, one camp says one thing and the other says the other thing. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it's it's nice to kind of hear, you know, I don't think you guys are as far apart as the listeners might think. So, I would agree. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I think so too. And I, and I also think that you know, really kind of the thing to understand about intuitive eating is that it's about learning to listen to your body. And that, you know, that if you go in that direction, like, 
like I recommend, you know, or like a no more diets app, that it's, it's a process and that sometimes people gain weight before they lose weight. And sometimes people get scared and sometimes people need more guidance than, you know, my app or a book or anything like that, that, that it's, it's about a relationship with food and it's a ongoing experience. I think I think that's very helpful because I know I feel better not eating the cookies, but I want to eat the yeah. cookies. I want to <laughs> eat I, the cookies. <laughs> and I think it's actually important to eat the cookies. I, I really believe that it is. I don't believe in deprivation. And right. I think if we deprive ourselves too much, again, we go crazy when we are exposed to those foods and we eat beyond what is healthy or comfortable. And I think that finding a balance is really important. Like we did on our birthday. <laughs> Not the balance. We did the other thing. We went the other exactly. way. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. The birthday binge. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was like the days of wine and roses, but with cookies yeah. and pizza. There's a dated reference for people. Uh, let me update that. It was like Requiem for a Dream, but with yeah. cookies and pizza. Just keeping it current yeah. with a movie that's only 15 years old. Okay. So thank you so much for joining us and answering those questions. Until uh, next time, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on social media at Dr. Jen Mann. Two ends on Jen, two ends on man. And I also have a weekly column in InStyle magazine called Hump Day with Dr. Jen that's all about sex and relationships and comes out every Wednesday. Awesome. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs. And you are certainly sacrificing taste texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. <laughs> it's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. <laughs> I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the <laughs> best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. 
for your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R dot com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 30- day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Thank you. Thank you. New instructors. So we have a new instructor. We sure do. Camilla Ramon joined this week. And uh, it's very exciting because she will be teaching Spanish classes and English classes. Uh, and she will be taking she will be teaching classes on the bike. Her premiere class was Tuesday, October 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern. And people raved about it. Loved it. I have uh, heard so many good things. Um, I even got a video that uh, was sent to her from the Pelo Latina group. Uh, they were so excited to I have, uh, a, you know, an instructor that's specifically teaching classes on the bike in right. Spanish. They were so excited. That's so, awesome. It is. And uh, and I, you know, I predicted that years ago. You did. That I was like that Spanish is what's next. And so. she is teaching out of the New York studio, which is what we thought would happen. Absolutely. And uh, she's already making the rounds. Yeah, she showed up on Pop Sugar this week. Go Camilla. Uh, And uh, whoops, Pop Sugar with their pop-ups. Yes, that's why it's called Pop Sugar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to change the name to Pop-Up Sugar. (laughs) Very exciting that she already has an article out. Peloton in the news. Peloton Apparel has released a collection for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah, and I know we talked about this last week, but I did want to bring it up because Shape did an article all about it, and mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. So that's why we're mentioning it. And if you somehow missed it last week that, you know, this line dropped, it's still out there, so you can go buy all the things. It does seem, is, is it me, or does it seem like this stuff... The quantities must be larger now. It's not quite the sprint to buy stuff and like I've it used to be. I've been saying that for a long time now, right? Yeah. Like once they got everything kind of under control in the middle of the pandemic, it got a lot better. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's going to take six to eight months to get back and play. And it did. And, yeah. and it hasn't been a problem since. But what? whenever they release their own line, it has been a game changer. There has not been... That I know of, there hasn't been anything that has sold out. Maybe it has, and I just haven't heard about it. Yeah. It is entirely possible. But yeah, people are very, very excited, or or they're just not buying as much. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure they just bought a lot. Like Peloton bought a lot. Yeah, that's my guess as well. The <laughs> Wall Street Journal uh, attempts to coin a phrase. Uh, <laughs> pandemic's Peloton obsession turns to Peloton fatigue. Yeah. So, uh, and similar to-, to how our peloton fanatics uh re- responded to the uh non-judging the the they didn't like the judging that happened on dancing with the stars well they right. didn't like this article either shocking not shocking and yeah. like adding insult to injury is putting all the freaking clothes yeah on that the, clothes rack. they have a the article comes with a picture of a peloton with clothes hanging on it you'll notice it's not actually in someone's house they had to stage <laughs> this in a studio because i think they couldn't actually find this occurring you can't find this yeah. i mean it's if it i'm not saying there's nobody out there sure. like that because there obviously is, but it's not that many people. And 
you know, I don't want to get into this super long description of this article because it's not that exciting. But I do want to say that it's like they kind of went out of their way to ignore the fact that there's always a drop in the summer. They even quoted Peloton as saying, like, we expected our numbers to go down. Yeah. And last year was the exception, not the rule. Like it was a pandemic. People could not leave their homes. Right. It was different. And so this year when people have the ability to at least get outside and see people with masks on, then they're doing that and they want to go do other things than just stay in their house and ride their bike. That doesn't mean they don't love their Peloton. So, yeah. And Peloton fatigue. All I can think is I, to quote m- mean girls. OK, stop trying to make fetch a thing. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because, you know, Wall Street Journal used to love Peloton and now not so much. PC Mag has a review of the Peloton tread. Yeah. And I actually saw this because John Foley tweeted it Um, (laughs) and uh, I I don't it didn't pop up in my little my little things um, until he did. But it's a glowing review. Tons of pros on the new tread. And uh, the only cons were that it's it's a traditional belt loop. It lacks automation automatic speed and incline adjustments but it still has the buttons that you hit and it makes it super easy right and there's no built-in heart rate sensor but those suck anyway so i don't even see that as a con those are never good like i never i've never used a machine that's accurate with those so uh that is awesome that pc mag is giving such a great review absolutely i've seen a lot of people buying treads lately that it's like they didn't have room for the Tread Plus and the treads are going quick. So I have a feeling Peloton is very happy with their sales right now. And then from the UK, the Daily Mail reports Peloton riding civil servant is blamed as 80% of her staff works from home despite the, I guess, prime minister's desperate attempts to get officials back to the office. So I guess uh, a quick skimming of this article, they they were trying to get people to go back to work in the actual office and she's like no i kind of dig being at home on my peloton so i'm not doing it and then they can't get other workers to go back because they're like well if she's not why should i and so they've been fighting that battle yeah i thought it was funny because peloton was mentioned a couple times in the article and and like other people are coming back and being like well you guys need to stop riding your pelotons and get in the office and i just think it's so funny that it's just being thrown around like that 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 it's like don't ride your peloton and come work in the office also it's uh i guess it's just a worldwide issue now that it's like <laughs> nobody wants to go back in the office yeah totally we dig working out at home yes <laughs> working from home that's what i meant to say <laughs> <laughs> whoops and that's why they don't want you to do it that's right because uh, freudian slips like that instructors in the news Alex Toussaint has inked a deal with Puma. I mean, to see the joy on his face and how excited he was about this, like made my day when he posted this. He was so excited. He's worn Puma, I think, his whole life, the way he went on and on about it. And to be able to reach this deal is a huge, huge, huge honor for him. And I'm so excited. It's so it's so cool to see these these instructors like getting these deals and like how proud it makes them. Yeah, totally. Congrats to Alex. And then Jess King was featured on the Alley on the Run podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to check out an an interview from Jess King and you want to jump over there, it was September 30th, episode 427. And if you can't get enough Alley on the Run, you can check out the episode she was on with us. It's about, what, five or six episodes ago. Yeah. Cafe Mom. That's a new one. Mm Mm-hmm. 
has uh, 15 things we learned about our favorite Peloton trainers from their social media. Yeah, so you'll have to scroll and then we'll just bring up a couple. We're not going to read all 15 things. Okay. So, of course, uh, Cody was number one. Of course. His, his rides are always good for a laugh, and he's a big fan of Britney Spears. So it says these days that he's dating fitness trainer Andre Alfaro. I feel like the internet is obsessed with his boyfriend all of a sudden. <laughs> it's just kind of crazy. Yeah. And uh, Jess King, they talk about how she loves to travel and cook and that she often shares her favorite recipes with Sophia. Awesome. And if you want to see the whole thing, it's uh, over at Cafe Mom or sign up for the newsletter and you'll get the link when we send it out on Sunday ish. <laughs> what ish? Well and good uh, talked to Marcel Dinkins. Yeah, talk about the new instructors hitting the, the yeah. circuit already. Uh, so she talks about, she says, I'm a Peloton run coach and this is why running consistently isn't improving your endurance. And then she walks you through point by point. So you definitely want to check this out. So if you don't have our newsletter, you absolutely need to get it because there's tons of information. And then finally, Allie Love, uh, I guess, is partnered up with Celebrity Cruise Lines yeah. and is raving about their food. Yeah, she was on the on uh, Instagram doing that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Congrats. Clip out. So joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube, it's Angelo from MetPro here to answer all of your nutrition questions. Hello. Hi. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> we're happy to have you yeah. back. So today's question... <laughs> Comes from we, we're, we're going to shield their identity. Today's question comes from Crystal O in St. Louis. And well, I was hiding your identity and you're waving like that's. I kind of thought they'd figure it out. Oh, Tom. I was just, I not as good at that as I. Mm -mm, okay. No. Put you in shadows where you're like yeah. this yeah. outline of a person with the sh in the shadows. Okay. Like you're in the witness relocation program. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of like this, and you can't really understand me. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like a robot. Go. I need that program stat. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, totally selfish question. Um, I've I really, really, really like to do strength training, and you know we have talked about before that you know you encourage me, especially during a cut, to really focus on the cardio. But I feel like the standard advice, and I'm putting that in quotes for anyone who's not watching, that that's like to do more weightlifting. And so I know that it's something that's about me, but I don't know what it is that I, why do I need to do that? What's wrong with <laughs> What is her? wrong with me? <laughs> There's absolutely nothing wrong. And so the, the standard advice is by far the most common scenario that we see as coaches at MetPro with all the people we work with is most people would benefit from more resistance training in their life. So that's usually, there's kind of this holdover psychology from years of, oh, well, weightlifting will make me bulky. And so I don't want to get, I want to lean out. So I just do cardio. And then people are missing all of the benefits of strength training, the metabolic benefits, the health benefits, the, uh, the muscular benefits, the bone density benefits, we can go on and on and on. To be blunt, Crystal, you're not missing any of those because I know that you love, you'll do it all. You enjoy, <laughs> you'll, you'll do your cardio, you'll do your Peloton, you'll do your tonal, you'll do your, you'll do all of it. <laughs> So I'm, I'm simply not worried about that. So what I'm doing is you're seeing kind of something that I would not recommend for the casual user. Uh, I'm just moving the pieces on the board to uh, create 
additional contrast at the tail ends of either metabolic revving cycles or stripping cycles for you. Now we'll get into actually a little more technical explanation of exactly. So um, should you be doing cardio or resistance training? And the answer is both. Now within that, there is a, a scientific and a strategic way of moving the dial based off of your goal and your body type and how your diet is influencing your progress. Okay. Um, so I'm going to try and break this down kind of as, as, as simply as, as we can. So first of all, what is your goal? Uh, to, if, oh, you weren't asking. <laughs> yes, yes. I want, what, what, what is your, what is your primary goal today? Cause your goal is going to change. Yeah. What's your primary goal today? My, my primary goal is, is to lose weight. Like I overall want to be leaner. I want to lose yep. fat specifically. Should so I leave? You is that what you're saying? <laughs> so if you said to me, my goal is to get strong and build muscle, then obviously this is going to be a very different conversation. So now, Crystal, your goal is, you just said, not that you don't want to get strong, not that you don't want these, but your primary objective, at least as of today's date, is to lose fat. Um, so that means that I am going to right out of the gates in my mind, I'm going to just put one tick in the direction of cardiovascular exercise as long as some resistance training is still present. Why? Cardiovascular exercise, specifically endurance training, is the most direct correlation to a smaller sized human being. And now before everyone raises their hand and say, wait a second, you burn more calories with HIIT training, you burn more this, that, and resistance training builds muscle and that speeds your metabolism. All of that is correct. Here is why endurance training is the most direct line between being a bigger or smaller person because endurance training is the principal form of exercise that expends energy without creating a hypertrophic response. I'm going to repeat that, but in layman's terms. Thank you. It burns calories, but doesn't but it build doesn't. muscle. Exactly. I got it right. Look at that. A plus for Tom. <laughs> That's it. Is that a good thing? Yeah. Not I, long term. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, right. No, I'm like, but but wait, I want to be able to build muscle too. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So that doesn't mean that that is the methodology methodology of choice. Methodology of choice. <laughs> it just we want to understand our tools. So this is back to the illustration that I use with food a lot. You can apply it to exercise. It's what's better, the screwdriver or the wrench? It's a ridiculous question. It's a matter of what's the right tool for the job. So um, at MetPro, we break down exercise into broad categories, six broad categories. So on the far left, endurance training is going to burn ener energy, burn calories, and is going to not have a hypertrophic effect. In fact, type 2 muscle fibers uh, will become less dominant. Type 1 muscle fibers, which don't yield a lot of strength, explosiveness, or size, uh, will become more dominant over time. Then you have HIT training, high-intensity interval training, interval training of any type. Now, interval training is beautiful because minute for minute, hour for hour, 
you can burn way more calories. I shouldn't say way more. You can burn even more calories than standard, just steady state aerobic endurance training. There is a hypertrophic effect that is, can be measured to that. So think of the Olympics. When you watch the Olympics, think of the long distance runners and what their body looks like. Mm -hmm. You have that image in your mind, the Mm -hmm. long distance runners. Now compare that to the sprinters. Both of them dominantly do cardio, but one is all interval training and one is all endurance training. Which physique is better? That's a ridiculous question. It depends on what you want. What are you aiming for? But clearly the sprinter is more muscular. Then you have cardio circuits. So that's basically a way of saying, I want to do toning. I want to do resistance training. I want to build a little bit of muscle, but the priority is still maximum calorie burn. So those are the three categories in the cardio side. Then we move into the hypertrophic side, circuit training. Where did circuit, you know what circuit training was? Remember curves? Mm-hmm. That was the big rage. That's circuit training. It's basically I'm, do, I'm weightlifting. I'm doing muscle building exercises minus the rest so I can keep burning calories. And it was a great method of double dipping. And you know, for a lot of people, cardio circuit, circuit training is really a go-to recommendation, not for any of these highly technical reasons, for practical reason. There's only so many hours in the day. Right. And, and, and like today we would call those boot camps, right? Sure. Boot camps would be under the circuit training fused maybe with a little bit of uh, cross training. Okay. Right? Okay. And so that's where you move the dial one more step. So I put cross training as the mid-tier uh, muscle building. And here's why. Because in cross training, you can have running, you can have cycling, you can even have swimming. But if there's deadlifts involved in your program, even if you're doing all the other aerobic activities, you're still putting your body in a hypertrophic muscle building state. So we have to put that in the category of this will build muscle. And then you go all the way to the far right, which is going to be strength training. That's your powerlifting sports, your bodybuilding sports. And guess what? People say, well, I don't want to build as much muscle as a bodybuilder. I don't need to be as strong as a powerlifter. And then I say, well, do you want to be stronger than you are now? And they say, yes. Well, do you want to use an inferior method to them? You know, so that's like saying, well, I don't want to do strength training because I don't want to be that strong. (laughs) Well, perfect. That makes my job really easy. (laughs) We're going to do exactly what the guys that are the strongest in the world do, but we're only going to do it until you're as strong as you want to be. This is, it's silly. It's like people who goes, well, I don't want to drive a hundred miles an hour. I just want to drive the speed limit. I just want to go 60. Well, do you want to take 40 minutes to get to 60 miles an hour? You want to get there fast. (laughs) Right. It always cracks me up when someone, and it's typically a woman, but is it, like, I, I don't want to get muscular. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, it's you know, so hard. I'm like, do you know how hard it is to get like, it's, it's <laughs> like, like you're going to do three bicep curls and like, oh no, oh. I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger now. <laughs> like it's, it's like, you'll, if, you, if you're going down that road, you will see it occur and you can pump the brakes. It'll be, and you'll be really good at pumping the brakes because you'll be so jacked. <laughs> <laughs> so why in your case, well, now I'm going to open a little bit of can of worms here. When you do a lot of resistance training, what tends to happen is for certain body types, 
certain body types have a greater propensity to add lean mass, which is a plus. But if you do it before you're close to the goal size you want to be, what it'll happen is it'll have a tendency of maintaining your size and improving your composition. It is not the final word. Your diet is gonna be the final word in what happens with your overall size, but it will exert a subtle influence towards hardening your body, but building more muscle. Without going into a over elaborate scientific explanation, a larger body has the ability to build and maintain a larger amount of muscle. Whereas if you take a small, a skinny or an ectomorphic body type, it's very difficult for them to add large amounts of mass to simply one muscle group without their entire body getting larger as well. Uh, in the bodybuilding world, that correlation we talked about, you have to gain every so many pounds to add an inch to your biceps, an inch to your arms. You can't stay the same weight and add an inch to your arms in the bodybuilding world. Why is that? There has to be a foundation. So now getting hyper-specific for you, Crystal, you have the body type that does both well. You can build muscle well and you can strip well. You're kind of that mesomorphic body type, but you're mesomorphic leaning towards endomorphic, not mesomorphic leaning towards ectomorphic. Therefore, when we do an aggressive cutting cycle and I have a specific goal where we're bringing your body down to a certain size, you have a finite ability to recover from exercise. That finite ability to recover is further decreased by being on a cutting cycle because I'm not giving you enough fuel to recover from extra exercise. So what's happening during those time periods for you, your body type and where you are in the progression, I have uniquely asked you to go all in on the cardio and not eliminate, but reduce the resistance training very temporarily. We're talking two, three weeks at a time. Once I get you down to this rough size, now what I'm focused on is we want to harden and tone that size. So more emphasis is going to be on the resistance training, but I have to remember there's only so many hours in the day and so much exercise you can recover from. So where do we want to slide the chips? And it is okay to slide the chips around and go, we're spending more time focusing on toning now. Now we're spending a little more time focusing on energy expenditure and going back and forth. And that contrast can actually work against that metabolic acclimation and help push people through plateaus. And that's why you're experiencing me giving you kind of some unique direction. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's very helpful. Thank you. I should be in a better Absolutely. mood about it. <laughs> shouldn't have to be so rude about it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for that explanation. If people want to find out more or want to try this sort of stuff for themselves, where can they find sure. you? Metpro.co slash TCO. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. 
We have a new celebrity sighting as Chrissy Teigen has <laughs> finally caved and gotten a Peloton. Yeah, and she documented her first ride. So just to show you how much of a normal person she is, she couldn't get her shoes off. <laughs> um, and she went to go ride her bike and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. And then John Foley tweeted back at her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen for us people. Yes. But, um, but whenever she was talking about taking her first ride, she ended up like, Oh, uh, well, now I need to eat. And so, you know, her husband, John Legend, you know, no big, sure. no big deal. Yeah. Uh, he cooked her this amazing feast because she had had such a hard ride because <laughs> she was like, it wouldn't work. So she couldn't ride. So <laughs> it was a pretty funny story. So thanks to those of you who pointed that out to me. Absolutely. Uh, made sure I got to see that. And then we think we talked about this a few years ago, but it came up uh, because Lars Ulrich, the drummer from Metallica, was on the Eddie Trunk show, which is a serious XM heavy metal show. Uh, I say that because I like the rock. <laughs> and uh, and he was raving, I guess, about his Peloton and going on and on about using his Peloton. So in case we haven't didn't talk about it in the past. Yeah, I'm uh, pretty sure we did. But I, it's been, like you said, it's years. It's been a long so. time. So, but yeah. So for a lot of the new listeners, then maybe they don't know. But uh, one of the at least one of the guys in Metallica is uh, digging his Peloton. Yep. Welcome to the family, guys. Not that they would hear that. Yes. <laughs> but wouldn't it be cool? <laughs> In case you missed it. So Andy uh, Spear is doing some rock rides. Yeah. So the first Wednesday of every month at 530 p.m. Eastern, there will be rock night. So uh, again, that's the first Wednesday of every month. And it could be a boot camp. It could be a run. And it kicks off this month with a run. I'm sorry, a boot camp. So that's pretty cool. We don't yeah. have enough rock classes. Just straight up rock. Yeah. They're doing that to keep Lars Ulrich happy. I'm sure. Although he probably like the last thing he wants to listen to is rock, right? Like it's like he, you do it all day long. Well, I think he does metal, not rock. Metal is rock. I mean, it is a piece of rock, but I feel like rock is separate from metal. Like I feel like it's all under the rock umbrella. Okay. And then you get like hard rock. Well, heavy metal. you were the DJ, so we will just I will defer to you, Tom. Oh, it's so Seldom that she says that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> um, and other things that you guys might have missed is that there are new pre and postnatal yoga classes that dropped this week. So if that is up your alley, make sure that you check those out. And cardio dance is back. Oh, it's back in a big way. They're calling it season two. Uh, Callie Gullickson is going to be a new instructor. And I think more exciting than that is that they came through on their promise made way back in homecoming that Usher will be part of the dance classes that how, get dropped. How about that? Yeah. And it'll be dropping before people actually hear this. So it will be old news, but it wasn't news. I mean, it right. wasn't old news whenever There's a we lag. recorded. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. And then also uh, Selena Samuela is doing a glutes and legs challenge. That's right. She has four weeks. You do two 20 minute classes, one 10 minute class each week for four weeks. And uh, <laughs> you're, you're going to feel it. Yeah. That's so what that's going to do. You have glutes and or legs. You should check that out. Absolutely. And if that challenge wasn't to your liking, Ben Aldis has a challenge of his own. Yeah, Ben has one that he calls it the October Strength and Cycle Challenge. So it's for four weeks, four sessions a week, uh, three rest days and recovery days per week. So uh, super exciting the whole month of October. And he posted it right on the official Peloton member page. So you can go find it on the OPP. 
Remember back in the day when instructors used to do challenges all the time? No. I do. <laughs> Peloton Artist Collaboration. And then the latest artist collaboration is with Carol G. Yeah, and uh, so she has a mix of reggaeton, trap, and R&B. So um, I don't listen to any of those, so it's not <laughs> shocking that I don't know who Carol G is, but I uh, love the colors and background they got going on with us. This is amazing, <laughs> and it makes you want to take the class just to check it out. Well, there you so go. So there's a Robin Bar class. A, or, I said that so backwards. Sorry. There is a Hannah Bar class and a Robin ride that's happening on Wednesday. So if you haven't had a chance to take them when you hear this episode, then you should definitely go do that. Checking in with the Peloton community. So joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Janeta Pellicini. Hey, how's it going? Yay. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Good. good. How are you? Have you had a good I'm weekend? Good. It was a great weekend. A little party last night. Not much because I am on call. So I am glad you told me. Can you go a little earlier? I was like, yes, just in case they call me. Oh, so, gotcha. okay. Yeah. Awesome. I'm, I'm here. Okay. It's good. Well, I always like to kind of start off finding out where people originally came across Peloton. And how did you decide this is the bike for me? So in December of 2016, I had a hysterectomy. Well, by choice, there's a lot of bleeding there. So I was at home for six weeks. They say you have to stay home for six weeks. You cannot go to work. You can lifting anything. So I was always in a gym. I had two gyms membership, one for strength training, boot camp kind of thing. And the other one to do the Zumba classes, the step classes, spinning classes. And as a sitting at home, watching a lot of TV, I got to see a lot of commercials about Peloton. <laughs> and I'm like, the bike and this bike and the screen, the instructors. And I'm like, okay. And I just kept watching. And then pretty soon, like by March, I think it was of 2017, I went into the store like 45 minutes from my home in Cota Madera and I told the guy I want the bike. And he's like, do you want to try it? I said, no, I just want it. <laughs> so they sent the bike to me. They came and set it up and I fell in love with the bike and the instructors. And I started to get it like going to the gym less and less. Sure. Because it worked out for me because I am a nurse. I'm in surgery and I am on call a lot. When they call me, I just get off the bike or the tread now that I have the tread, take a two-minute shower, and then run to work. So when the tread came on in 2018, I happened to go to New York. I went to New York in the 2017 by, like, October because it was right after the fire, the big fire we had here in Santa Rosa. Oh, okay. So I went there, and I met Jessica King. She's my favorite. She's still my favorite for the bike. And then in 2018, the thread came out and I went and tried it and I was remodeling my house. So as soon as the house was done, they converted one of my garages into my gym. Oh, so wow. now I have a gym at home and I got rid of all the gyms. I do not go to the gym anymore. My gym is at home and all I do is all Peloton classes. It's the thread, the strength training and the bike. And I am in love with so many people now that sometimes I like skip work and oh. just keep working out. Wouldn't that be amazing if you could just like work out all you want to? Ugh. 
Yes, but no, I have. I was not the lucky one that I got to stay home for a year and a half. Well, not lucky, but we nurses, we had to go to work. You were on the front lines. Yeah. Yeah. But still, when we had like four months, it was all the elective surgeries were like canceled. Oh, I was choosing to stay home a couple days a week to give a chance to other people with less seniority to work. Mm -hmm. So I took advantage of that. But now it's boom full time. So I have to do it early in the morning or late in the afternoon when I come out of work. I just love it. So you don't go to the gym. You had the gym come to you. Yes, I have it here. I can do it here. Do you work out as much as you did before when you went to the gym or do you work out more? No, I work out more. Oh, my God. (laughs) A lot more. You know, the time that you spend driving to the gym, changing and you have to like call them and reserve a spot on the bike. Every time I did spinning. Yeah. You have to call two days before for the instructors are really good. It was two days before to get a spot on a bike. At the here, I get on my bike. I can choose on demand classes. So I see the schedule. I see, okay, just like yesterday, I did a boot camp with Jessims. I did Jessica King classes. I did strength training. I did running. I mean, everybody think I'm crazy, but Saturday and Sunday, since I'm not working, I just try to do as much as I want with the people that I love. Wait a second. You did the Just Sim Saturday 60 and you did a oh, run every and Saturday, you did an, every Saturday and you did a run and you did another strength class. Yeah, I did. What did I did? I did <laughs> the book camp and then there was time in between. So I think I did two 20 minute run runs and then I took Jessica King's sweat steady class. And in between, I went, Marcel was doing a live class. So I did her last 10 minutes of her 30 minute class. And then I went back to Jessica King and I did her 15 minutes pop. And then I think I did something else. I can remember. <laughs> you probably blacked out by then. <laughs> I was exhausted. And then I just eat like hell after that. I eat a lot. Well, but like, I love it. Your body needs it after all that workout. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you're certainly getting your money's worth. That's true. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I keep saying not only that, it's not only like the workout. It's also it's my mental state. I call Peloton like the cheap therapy, thirty nine yeah. ninety nine a month. That's yeah. cheap therapy. It is. Usually you got to pay like $100 for a therapist, so... An hour. So I listen to what they say. I listen to the way they push you. I have those things in my mind and I carry them to work. I carry them with my friends. I carry them everywhere. The way you do something is the way you do everything. It's like the way you are when nobody's watching. That's who you are. All that stuff I carry with me and I think about it. And and that's why people, why in the hell you're seven in the morning and you're so freaking happy? (laughs) (laughs) I am happy. What do I to tell you? There's no drugs. I don't do drugs. I only do alcohol when I can. I wish I could have a little shot of tequila right now, but I'm on call. But it's not that. I wake up like that. I do this and I step out of bed and do my coffee and do what I need to do and get going with my days. And either I work out before I go to work or I work out after. So just keeps me grounded and happy and viewing the world in a different way. So it's funny. She talks about taking that to work with her. And I just picture you like someone getting wheeled into surgery and you're like, you don't have to get a quadruple bypass. You get to. (laughs) (laughs) No, the surgeons, sometimes we're doing surgery and sometimes they're really difficult. I'm an assistant now. 
I started from the bottom and now I assist the surgeons. So I do a lot of stuff that they do right. without having to go to school for 20 years. And they're doing this hard thing. I say, you can do it. You can do it. You got this. And, I, and then they just look at me like they're so laughing and they just keep going. <laughs> so I just use the same things that the instructors say, you don't have to do this. You get to do this. Like nurses, when they complain, I just like. You get to do this. We are blessed. So you woke up today. <laughs> okay, but one piece yeah. of advice that you can't give to the surgeons, you do you, right? Like they they can't do surgery on themselves. That's, that's that true. is frowned upon. Yes. Oh no, that's hard. They cannot. They cannot. It's I, like we cannot. The good thing is that we get to see everybody do surgery. So you can pick. We the know best. who we want for ourselves. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You should start a little side yeah. business where you like give people tips like oh not this guy he's got the shakes (laughs) oh no 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 no. it's like sometimes their friends they ask me who do i go to i say oh i like this person or i like this person co-workers they ask people in the hospital that don't work in surgery hey what do you think about so and so i mean like no don't ask me that kind of question do you think so and so is good Dude, we work here and you work here. You gotta go and say Janetta say, and I don't want that. Right. So I keep it very professional. Everybody's very good. I'm sure everybody's different. But everybody does stuff in a different way. So sure. That's it. I think Tom is just teasing. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> I think it's amazing how much you use the Peloton, all the different kind of modalities, given that you have had the bike for as long as I have. It's like the tread really reinvigorated me. It sounds like it did the same for you. And it's like, I find that I end up on the tread more than I end up on the bike now. Do you find that same thing? (laughs) Yes. Yes. And then it's like sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't done the bike in four days. Right. Because I get into the tread between the boot camp and the running and the strength, the strength training. By the time I'm done with that, I'm like, okay, I'm not doing the bike right now. <laughs> You're tired. So, exactly. So I usually try to do all of Jessica King's classes. Yes. She knows that country is not my thing. So I put those on the side for later and then I do it whenever. But when she's like live and I'm home, I will take her classes. That's and awesome. then I put the other one aside for a little bit. They had this conflict between Jess Sims and Jessica King. Yeah. They were starting the book camp and then they start Jessica King in between. And oh my God, I gave Peloton help for a month. Every Saturday I'll talk about it. What are you doing to me? <laughs> you don't need to overlap those classes. But, and I will tag them and I'll tag Jessica King, Jessica Sim and everybody. And they change it. So I was like, yes. Yes, because I like both of them. So tell us about when you moved to America, because you're originally from the Dominican Republic. Do I have that correct? Yes. Tell us about that. I can't even imagine what that was like to move here. Yeah, it was in 97. Okay. I met the father of my daughter in Costa Rica in beginning of 97. Okay. So I came to visit in the summer of 97 and I didn't know English. He knew a few words. I knew a few words. I don't know how in the hell we did it. <laughs> and he's totally like this American guy. He was young. I was young. And I ended up here. So I ended up moving here by the end of the year of 97. And I didn't know I liked nursing at all. So I ended up working with a friend of the family. 
who had terminal cancer. And that's when I noticed that I liked that stuff. And I was like, nothing would bother me. And I told my ex-husband, I think I can be a nurse. And I was like, ha! so I didn't know English. So I started going to school, taking really like intense program, all English. And then I ended up at JC here in our town. And I told the counselor, I want to be a nurse. And she said, no, you can become an assistant first, like a nurse assistant. And then an LVM, which is below the RN. And then an RN. And I'm like, because my English was really bad, she said. And then I went and told him and he said, no, you're not doing that. And he took me, he went back with me and said, she's going to be a nurse. So you give her what she needs. And she did. And it was not easy. It was really hard. I felt so many times. I felt tests and everything, but I did it. And then I ended up at Dominican University from Dominican, but here in San Rafael. And I graduated there in 2006 with my bachelor's degrees. And from then on, I went and started as a med surge as a nurse. And then I knew I want to be in the OR. Before six years, I was in the OR as a circulator. After three years, I was scrubbing open heart. And then now I've been assisting for a year. That's amazing. That is amazing. You can do whatever you want, but you have to work hard. It's not easy. You have to put the extra work in. So that's what I do. And I'm still learning and I still have to hit the books and do what I need to do. And my English is it's okay. I say a lot of bad words all the time. But well, no. well, then my English is just okay, too. Because I say a lot. <laughs> I also say a lot of bad words. <laughs> hey, I love, I love to curse. It's my, uh, God, I haven't said one bad word. You haven't. You guys. It's <laughs> <This is> amazing. <laughs> so but I just can't. I, guess I, can. I just can't imagine, like, that level of education that it requires and to do it in a foreign language. That's amazing. Man, I remember just taking Spanish classes in college and it starts off pretty easy. But by the time you get to the end of it and then you're like reading and translating, it's really tough. So to do an entire college like program in another language. Wow. That is incredibly impressive. It was horrible. The first six months in this country, I was going to school. I was doing homework and I was crying with Chris. And he was trying to explain to me, this is just learning English. And I was like, I can't do this. Oh my God. But then I just kept going and I would fail a test. So I would just take it again. So I got used to it. It wasn't like I didn't study the material. It was like when they asked me something and there was one simple word that I didn't know. It would throw me off. You know, yeah, how they try to of course. The test. I don't know why they try to trick people. Just freaking give them the, they just ask the question. <laughs> I mean, yes. And just to be clear, that is the case whenever you do know the language. Right. Like Tom said, I mean, there have been tests. I know when I took my project management certificate test, it was like, like you said, they ask all these questions in such yeah. a way that it's like, if you're not 100% attentive to every single detail in the sentence. And so... Again, I can't even imagine doing that in another language because there's so much to know. And then in English, add to the fact that we have so many words that are similar, that look the same, that sound the same, and then they mean something completely different. So, wow. Yeah. Kitchen chicken. I had to think sometimes. (laughs) 
it's funny those aren't even i mean makes total sense when you say that i would never think like to get those words mixed up but when you put them side by side and you'd coming at it it's all new new. like yeah that would be like (laughs) yeah it wasn't nursing and med surgery when i started was all like our charting was all paperwork it was on paper. You have to write everything out. Oh, and right. I was always afraid. I always have to look up that I didn't put instead of sheets. And it's like, <laughs> I was just like, wow. And I, you know, I, I always have to look up stuff. I always carry a dictionary. Me now we carry the phone so we can look it up. But, but we don't have to do as much. I don't have to do any charting right now as an assistant. So, but it. It was tough, but it was doable. I always tell people complain and tell me, they say, I want to do this, but it's going to take me six years. And I was like, oh my God, please. It took me almost eight years just to become a nurse here in this country. And the time will go by and you'll be like, the six years passed and I didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. Yes. If you want to do something, start it. Don't look at the time. Take it one class at a time, one day at a time, one week at a time, one year at a time. And that's what I did. I did like blocks. Okay, this semester, this is what I'm taking. I focus on this. I never focus on what's going to come the next year. Today, okay, this is what I'm doing today. And I didn't procrastinate. I don't know. I think I have that from the day I was born. That I like to do things right. And if it's hard, I know that I'm going to have to put the extra effort into it. I knew, I always knew it was going to be harder for me because of the language barrier. And then therefore, I will study three days instead of two hours. Like some girls would come, I studied for two hours. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> let me punch you. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. It's like, but it's okay. I'm doing great. I'm not complaining about all my hard work. I love it. I love that I did it. And to this day, I go like, oh my God, I'm doing this yet that I love because I love my job. It's wow. just like I love Peloton and working out. Yeah. My job is like I get there and I forget that I have family. I forget that I have kids. I forget that I have problems. I just block out everybody. I leave everything outside of the door. I tell people, do not bring your problems to work. Nobody cares. <laughs> leave them outside. They don't want to hear you. Anyway, okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I would think in that field, like, the patients, they're there. They've got their own problems. Right. right? So I'm like, sure they yes. appreciate yeah. that you can do that. I'm sure they do. Yes. I, mean, I want you to be my nurse because <laughs> if I ever have to have surgery, I want you to be the one making sure everything's happening because you are paying attention. And, and I love that. And we want you to pick the surgeon. <laughs> yes. We, yes. We know. We know you know. <laughs> Normally we would say, you know where the bodies right are buried. But in this case, we'd say, you know where the bodies aren't buried. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yep. So tell us about the Dominican Republic. What's that like growing up there? Oh, man. Dominican is a, you know, like Latinos, they say, oh, Latinos are fun. Dominican is fun. I mean, I grew up with nothing. Like people tell me like, I don't have anything to eat. And I went to your pantry and I go like, I don't have anything to eat. (laughs) I can make you food right here for about a month. When I tell you that I had nothing, I'm the oldest of five. Maybe okay. that's why I'm so like, I do my shit right. Yeah. yeah. Because I have to watch over my brothers and sisters. My father in the military, my mom as a teacher. She's been retired for a long time. And we grew up in the countryside in Restauración, which is right almost at the border with Haiti because we share the same island. Mm-hmm. And then when I was around 12, we moved to the capital, to Santo Domingo. Whoa. 
game change because my grandma would make food. We'll eat with grandma all the time. And then we moved to the capital and it's like, we don't know people close to us. It's like, there were days that we had nothing, nothing. Like when you say nothing, it's nothing. We had coffee and a piece of bread until my mother came back home in the afternoon. She would either borrow money or this is going to make me cry. I wasn't going to cry. Or we would sell something so we could eat. And this happened three or four times a month. It wasn't like, you know, for years. Even though we would have nothing, we have music, we have the family, we had friends, our neighbors, and we moved to another house where our neighbor in front, we would share food. We would share the plates. We didn't have plates. If we had somebody visit, and we didn't have, before we used to have those little cups with a little plate in the bottom, that's the way you serve coffee to people. And if we didn't have it, we borrowed from the neighbor, we borrowed the place and we did it to each other. So, and these people, like one of my best, best friends, they live in the house. We still friends. <laughs> She's in Switzerland and I live here. And at least once a year, we get together somewhere. Wow. And my other best friend, we get together. So it was tough, but that one makes me like appreciate everything, everything I have done. In my life, I appreciate it now more than ever because I have been there. I have been so poor and I have been with nothing, with no education. And then I appreciate people and I look at people and I go like, oh, my God, I've been on your shoes. And but at the same time, it makes me like feel bad for everybody that don't have what I have now. And that's why like everything I have that I could buy, it doesn't interest me being Oh, getting these and showing the brand name or something and that I got the phone, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I can be wearing the same. I have my clothes. I wear the same stuff because I just don't care about material things. Even though now I can have it all. I don't want it. I don't care. Yeah. Dominican is fun. I'm going in November. So watch it. I was going to say, <laughs> I was gonna say, do you get to go back? How's your family doing there now? Yeah. So we're good. I was the first one that left the country and... Because of that, my sisters, they live in Switzerland. They marry there. My brothers are in Argentina. And my parents are still in Dominican. And they have everything they need. And they're still working. They still want to work. And I went there last December. Even during the pandemic, I still went because I needed to see them. It was like a couple of years before that. So and we took vacation. Now I'm going to go in November. I'm going to stop in New York and see my friends run the New York Marathon. Ebony. Yes, yes. Yeah. So they're going to run there and and Jackie's going to run. I'm going to go there for a couple of days and then I'm going to go to Dominican. Which Jackie? Jackie. What is the hell? I forgot Jackie's last name. Jackie (laughs) Dean. Jackie Dean. Jackie Dean. Okay. Yeah. She's going to, she's, oh my God, the training they're doing right now is just incredible. I run a lot, but every day, 10 miles, 12 miles, 18. (laughs) I go like that. I am gross. (laughs) Oh, you guys are amazing. I mean, I ran couple marathons since I got my tray. Yeah. Which I didn't know I could run. <laughs> so I trained on my tray. I went and did the Brooklyn half marathon like in 2018, I think. No, 2019. And then I went to Houston to Ebony's place and I did a full marathon there. And then this year I did a full on the tread because she was doing in Houston, but I couldn't fly there. And then I just did a 10K. I was like, I'm done now. I don't want to do all those miles <laughs> too much. A full marathon is like, you know, by the 18 mile, you want to cry. Yeah. You're just like, why the hell am I doing this? But it's good to do it at least one time. 
Absolutely. That's I, definitely a bucket list. I item. know when Crystal did hers on the tread by the 18th mile, I wanted to cry. <laughs> <laughs> and I just walked because I didn't train for it at all. So I can't even imagine being able to run for 26 miles. Like that's just, yeah. wow. It's really hard. It's more mental than anything. If you have a strong mind, I think you can run a half or full. But you have to have a really strong mind because you buy, otherwise you're not going to, by the, I think I did the last seven miles without music. That was tough. I do believe that. So I did a half Ironman relay and I did the running portion because I was on a team. And so I did the 13 miles and because it's an Ironman, they don't allow you to have music at all. So I did the entire 13 miles with no music. None. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. No, that's, that's hard. No, your part, they die. Yeah. And I didn't have the little charger with me. And then I was like, I had to like, so what I did, I was just went back in my life and I recounted my entire life during those seven miles. Yeah. Wow. That's, wow. that's what, what I did. You- that's what kept me going. And I finished it just thinking about the past and the present. From what you've described yeah. of your life, is seven miles enough? Yeah, like, I feel it like seems you... like you've done a lot. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's like, I only got to no. age seven. Yeah, That's it was, was seven. Yeah. it was a year for each mile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, it's, it's, it's a good life now. It's, it's good. I appreciate it. I'm very sure. grateful. Absolutely. I don't feel like I grew up in a background that's similar to yours, but we didn't have a ton when I was growing up. And I feel like now every time I accomplish something that I set out to accomplish, it's a sense of pride, like you said. And it's also a sense of just, I don't know, I love that I can do those things. And I also am like, well, anybody can do it. I also get kind of stuck in that too. So I think it's nice that you're so encouraging of people and that you share your story with people to encourage them And to get them motivated to be able to do things, because it is easy to just sit down and be like, I can't. It's too long. I don't want (laughs) to. But it's it's also the fear, you know, Yeah, the fear of not being able to do it. It's the fear of trying something new. It's the fear of, oh, my God, how long it's going to take me? It's the fear of I don't have any money. I don't have resources. And it's all negative. It's like, but if you switch that. And even when you are afraid, because everything I've done, I've been afraid. Becoming an assistant, scrubbing open heart. I was like, I cannot do this. When somebody told me, Janeta, you could do this. I also listened to a lot of people. And three times I said, no, I'm not going to join the open heart. I cannot scrub. And then finally I said, okay, let me try. So I tried and I totally fell in love with it. And I did something that I thought I couldn't do. But I didn't know that I could do it until I tried. Okay, so, so I tried and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I have and a I question because I know nothing about the different kinds of nursing that you can do. What is intimidating about that? Like what specifically was like you felt about open heart? Yeah. So you have somebody's chest right open and you right. get to touch the heart. You get to bypass oh, wow. it. You get to fix it. You get to do all that. And scrubbing means passing the instruments to the surgeon. Okay. So pretty so high started, pressure. I, yeah. So I started on the legs and the legs is, that's where you take the vein that we use to bypass it in the heart. So you start as a second scrub. Second scrub is the one that helps the first scrub. They need sutures put together. You do that for them. So I started there and then they say, oh, you need to learn how to first scrub. <laughs> I was like, no, you're kidding me. You know, it's three big tables with all these instruments and all these little sutures and all this stuff. And I was like, and the girl that was teaching me, she say, 
let's try. Okay, I'll try. So we did it the first day and I was like, oh my God, you just created a monster here. <laughs> you know, the person that told me like, hi, Shimizuna, I had a first crowd. I said, oh my God, they thought it was going to take me two years. I did it in six months. Wow. I was ready. Wow. I was ready. I mean, I was impressed with myself. <laughs> I was like, wow, I learned how to do these, the things that I didn't know. But you know what I did? I brought papers to work with all the instruments, the names, and I was studying. I brought tubings when they bypassed the blood. I brought it home together and I would study. I would look at it. I mean, I was dreaming. I would get there really early. These surgeries, we had to be ready. We had to be there at 5 a.m. Mm. to get ready to start right at 7 a.m. So I remember doing 4.30 a.m. boot camps for almost two years before I went into the open heart. And then I said, wow, this is why I was ready. I did these classes. So when I had to get up at 3.50, it was the same time I was getting up to do a 4.30 book camp. Wow. And I was like, this is crazy. So I, I had no problem when they told me, well, you got to be here at 5 a.m. Oh, I'm used to that. I was doing it three times a week. I was there. So it was intimidating. I was so afraid of these surgeons because they're like goddess, you know, they're like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's something else. And man, I just put the work. I listened. I listened to the surgeon telling me, do this this way. And the next time we did a surgery and I did it this, the way he asked me to do it, he would remember. And he would say, that's my trip. And I said, how the hell can you remember this? <laughs> like these little thing that you asked me to do and change. And he worked in three different hospitals. Oh, wow. With three different teams. And I'm like, okay, I'm amazed now. And that's the same guy that asked me to become an assistant. Wow. Which was by accident. I helped him by accident because one of the surgeons was late. And the next day he came to me and I went to gown him up, put the gown on it. He said, you need to become an RNFA. RNFA means registered nurse first assist. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm done here. And I was like, come on, man. I have to study again. I have to go to a program. And no. And then we were doing surgery. And he took the time, his precious time, to explain to me why I should do it. And he said, this is why. You never know. You might move to another place. You might go to another hospital. This might happen. Blah, blah, blah. So I came home and I just did my research. I asked a few other people. And I went to my manager. I said, hey, Dr. So-and-so said that. I should become an assistant. And she's like, yeah, we support you. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's they incredible. And I just had to start. I studied like hell at home. Everything was online. And then I had to, I picked Vegas to go do my suturing class for a week. Now, because I don't like to gamble. So in Vegas, it's really close to home. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, I have tons of fun. So it was good. It was good. That's amazing. That is, awesome. and that is really incredible. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> so what is your leaderboard name? Janeda. Just my first name. Just like that. Janeda. Y-A-N-E-Y-R-A. Janeda. I was trying to teach Marcel today how to say my name. <laughs> <laughs> because I can see I'm taking a 45 minute class with her. And I see she does the two people above me, the people below me. And she skipped me like three times. And so, so, so you were, you knew. <laughs> yeah, I tagged her to my Instagram and she said, and you guys, you got some names that we can, I cannot pronounce them, blah, blah, blah. So I tagged her and I said, hey, girl, this is how you say my name. <laughs> she, she's 
start cracking up. He's like, I saw you skip me like four times. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yes, I did. <laughs> well, points to her for owning it. Yeah, for that, sure. You know. <laughs> yeah. So just simple. I'm one of the originals, so I got to choose my own name. Yeah. I didn't want to create something weird. I was like, just Junaid. That's kind of different enough. Well, yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb that there aren't a lot of people with that name. Yeah. No. So so far, no. so good. You yeah. don't have anybody trying to take your leaderboard name. Oh, and- yeah. No, I haven't seen any Janeta 2 or Janeta 3 or something. So I should look, by the way. <laughs> you should. And so you said Just King is your favorite on the bike. Would you consider Just Sims your favorite on the tread? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. Then came Adrian. I love Adrian. Besides his extra hat but i have so much respect for him i mean all of them i know I they're so all so incredible respect. i never go out like oh my god Adrian, i'm <laughs> tripping no <laughs> but i started supporting him as soon as he joined now we got myself she's a, I, i'm in love with her and daniel and then brad so and brad is my compadre you know he's, i call him my nephew yeah because he's dominican his mom is dominican so I so did, I, I didn't realize his, his mom was uh, Dominican. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I, I try to take as many classes I came from him. I got to support, you know, La Raza. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So do you have any advice for people who are just getting a Peloton, be it a bike or a tread? Oh, <laughs> first of all, like, try it, everybody. Try it, every instructor. If you have a bike, try everybody. Try more than once. Because there might be a class that, you know, no, I would never do it again. Also, don't compare yourself on the leaderboard. Do not compare. Do not watch those numbers on the leaderboard, please. <laughs> Mostly on the bike. Every bike is different. Yes. Different. Every bike. Yes. Every bike is different. I got the new one. I got the plus. And I got only, not because my bike was nothing. I felt my bike was really light. Now I have this bike and I think I'm doing the right thing. But do not compare like this person is going whatever, 3,000 miles an hour and mm-hmm. you're going at two. That's fine. Just let it be. You are there. Do your work. Do your shit. Yeah, give the high five. But please do not look at the numbers. Don't Agreed. bother. Just don't. Because you want to torture yourself. So just go do your work. Make sure you do strength training. I don't know, do it before or after. Don't just go on the bike and do cardio, 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 cardio. cardio. It's not going to help you. So you're going to have to do a strength training if you're going to get stronger. And focus on being stronger, not on being skinny. I learned that from Jessica King. She started changing that. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's be strong. That's not right. Not skinny. I mean, lose the weight if you want to lose the weight, but don't focus on being the skinny little thing. Focus on being strong. I do it because I want to be strong because my job just demands for me to be strong. Absolutely. Yeah, so. just long hours on your feet. Yeah. 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 And also like you're tired, oh, but I work 12 hours, I work 13 hours and I don't have time to do it. You got to figure it out how you're going to do it because this is your time. It's your life. A lot of people tell me, your kids, give the time to them to go to the games. Get your own time. You got to be a little selfish. And just take the time and do your workout because, man, it's so good for your mental health. It's so good. Even when you feel tired, put the clothes on and get on, on the bike or the train. And that's what i done. Like, I come, oh, my God, but I'm so tired. I force myself. And then after I do it, I'm like, wow, 
you like energize, you feel stronger and then you just, just, then you can clean, you can cook, you can do all your stuff. But yeah, That's don't compare. Wonderful advice. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. Before we let you go, where can people find you on social media if you would like to be found? I am on Instagram, like <laughs> I too much, <laughs> <laughs> like a lot. So it's just Janeda Polosini. Y-A-N-E-Y-R-A P.S. and Paul E-L-L-A-S-C-I-N-I It's my full name together Janeta Palacini and you'll find me there I show a lot of the classes that I take I make a lot of jokes I curse a lot <laughs> I joke with instructors and I tag them and then I show people I say good morning every day <laughs> I don't know how I started that and then it's tech people who go like you need to say good morning today and I'm like oh my god you guys and then I take the nurses in the OR sometimes I tell them can you tell them good morning so now my co-workers say and I just kind of get them going it gets me going now because I wake up and I look at my phone and I I start laughing before I say it that's awesome and then I teach people like how to cook Dominican food so I Every time I cook some Dominican food, I post it and I have posts and highlights about how to cook our chicken, plantain, and I give tips on the avocado, ripen them, and then put them in the refrigerator. They last you like three weeks. So I don't know why they don't do that at the store. They let it rotten on the store. I mean, why? Anyway, so I talk about everything and Instagram. I've been almost out of Facebook. I go there to the groups, Jessica King groups, and you get two for Jesse. And I look around a little bit, give somebody some love and tell them they're doing great and congrats, you know. Advice on love. So you help with hearts no matter what you're doing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. I always do the love thing. I, 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 don't, I don't I love it. I love what I do. Everything I do, I teach people how to clean. I don't know. I don't know why, but some people go like, what? Vinegar? <laughs> Vinegar and baking soda for everything. You have advice on all the things. She does. All the things. All the things. I mean, love life. I'm single, but I still tell people, hey, they have to have good credit. <laughs> they should have good credit. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. We really appreciate it. We do. Thank you. And thanks to John. He was like, hey, I told those people that they call you. <laughs> Why? And he's like, why not? You're amazing. I was like, I don't know about that. I just do what I do and I try to show what I love. So thanks to John. I love that guy. I love them. Yeah, the Erica he too, is. So. He's a good guy. Him and Erica both are really just good people. They're wonderful. Yes. No, I love them. I love them. <laughs> and I met them too in New York several times. So yeah. awesome. <laughs> okay thank you guys thank, thank you. you you have a good rest of your day <laughs> thank you you too so i guess that brings this episode to a close uh what pray tell do you have in store for people next week next week will be marcy bullock we're gonna talk to her it'll awesome. be awesome cool well until then uh where can people find you uh you can find me on facebook at facebook.com slash crystal d o'keefe you can find me on instagram and twitter and the bike and of course the tread all at clip out crystal Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash The Clipout. While you're there, like the page, join the group, sign up for the newsletter at TheClipout.com. And don't forget our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash The Clipout. So 
That's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep battling. And running. 